As she stood in front of the mirror with her long hair tucked into the crown of a cowboy hat, her breasts strapped down, a cold chill ran through her body. Would she be able to pull it off? Having lived for 24 years as a woman, how would people react to her as a man in daily life? This is not real, she thought. It's for a role. But this was still a real person she was portraying, and she knew she had to go all in. She took a deep breath and stepped out the door. Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and this is your Daily Inspiration. Born in 1974 in Lincoln, Nebraska, her mother was a secretary and a dancer, her father a traveling salesman. Passionate and sharp-minded, she thrived in competitions of gymnastics and swimming. From an early age, her mother encouraged her to persist and to believe in herself. You can do anything you want in life, Hillary, her mother told her. It's not going to be easy. You have to work hard, and I'll be here when you fall, but you can do it, she said. Although supported at home, in school, Hillary felt different from her peers. As a result, she battled feelings of loneliness and low self-worth. I felt like such an outsider, she says. I didn't belong in any way. I felt like I wasn't seen or understood. It was this disconnect that led Hillary to pursue acting. I felt that I belonged only when I read a book or saw a movie and could get involved with a character, she says. I became an actor because I longed so much to be those people, or at least to play them. At age 15, her parents separated, and supportive of her dream, her mother moved with Hillary to Los Angeles, where they lived out of their car until her mother could afford an apartment. Hillary used her last few dollars to buy an acting book, dreaming of one day portraying the characters to which she felt so intimately connected. At age 18, her wish came true when she landed a small role in a comedy horror film. By age 24, Hillary was starring in the biopic film Boys Don't Cry, the story of Brandon Tina, a female-to-male transgender who was raped and murdered in a small town in Nebraska. The project was a labor of love, Hillary said. I made $75 a day. Everyone was dedicated to it. Hillary knew that to honor the character, she had to experience firsthand what Brandon did. She had to pass as a boy as Brandon had. So, for four weeks, she donned her husband's clothes, strapped her breasts down, and, wearing a cowboy hat, she went about her daily activities as a man. I knew I was passing as a boy when I'd walk into the restaurant and the waiter would say, This kid needs some help. Get him a Coke. And that I was read as a woman when they'd say, she needs a seat. Often people didn't know what pronoun to use and became uncomfortable. They'd say, he needs, uh, she needs, uh, he, I'm sorry, what are you? I got to see what it was like to be a transgender person, she says. It's a sad place, and it's a lonely place. Although painful, the experience gave her deeper insight into humanity and herself. I was the same person inside, with the same needs, insecurities, and desires, she says, and yet I was treated night and day different based on my perceived gender. I saw the snap judgments I make about others that aren't necessarily fair. 
At the close of Boys Don't Cry, Hillary soon discovered that her work had impacted more than herself. People stopped me on the street, came six inches from my face, and said, You don't know what this movie meant to me. I'm not gay, I'm not transgender, but I can relate to Brandon because he was a person who had the courage to be himself, and I wish I could do that. To talk to someone on that soul level is really what life's about, she says. Hillary won the 1999 Academy Award for Best Actress for her portrayal. She drew mass critical acclaim, and she received support from national LGBT organizations. Although remarkable, it's safe to say that Hillary Swank's real accomplishment was not in crossing genders or in collecting media accolades. It was in her devotion to bridging the gaps that divide the souls of humanity. Hillary had the courage to bring raw truth and humanity to her character. She had the willingness to go deeper, to feel less alone, and in turn, she gave that gift to others. What can you do today to go deeper, be it in a creative venue or intimate conversation, to help someone else feel less alone? What preformed judgments will you abandon to see beneath the surface of people to who they really are? Are you willing to say, I am one of many, and I am not alone? Thanks for listening. May your day be filled with love, laughter, and joy. Bye for now. Hi, this is Scott, producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. We hope you're enjoying these stories, and if you'd like more inspiration in your life, visit MyDailyIAm.com. You can find weekend blog posts, sign up for our email update list, and you can let us know about an inspirational story you'd like us to cover. Or just say hi. We'd love to hear from you.